Welcome back to another episode of Neverending Season. Oh my god, football is so back. We are in mid-season form already. What's up, man? That was like one of the... I feel like every year we say this, but like last night's game was one of the best opening it was, night games I've seen in a long time. I don't even... I don't know what the opening night game was last year, but that one... That Chiefs-Texans. There's no way that was a good game. It was better than I thought it. I was like thinking about it last night because I was like, "Well, now everyone's gonna think Dallas is like a legit team." And Which the Chiefs, every analyst uh, did say that before the season. Which because said, well, I guess they do that before every season. Everyone you know sucks off the Cowboys, saying they're gonna be amazing. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, the the game last year wasn't this good. Like it was like I think the Chiefs won. 34 to 24 or something like that. But I know like the Texans hung with the Chiefs for most of the game. Um, so it's kind of hard to balance, you know, how much of last night is an overreaction, how much isn't, whatever. But yeah, it was great. I'm really, uh, really excited to have the NFL back because people were like, football's back last weekend. And college, college football, football, as much as I like Ohio State, and I'll watch, you know, if I'm not doing anything, I'll watch. Sundays, I'm glued to my TV the whole day. Yeah, as much as college football is, is awesome, it's just it's gotten to the point where there's like five good teams, and then like uh, one tier below that, it's just everyone else. Well, mm-hmm. the majority of the, I guess it's not even, is it, it's not the BCS anymore, is it? Is that yeah BC? No. FBS. FBI. <laughs> yeah. What? No more BCS. You get it. FBS. And yeah. Then yeah. Everyone else, who like like the Mac, <laughs> but but. The NFL is it's just so much more entertaining because any any given week, someone you can like the Texans could easily come out. And, well, I don't want to say easily, but the Texans could definitely come out and beat the Chiefs in just like a, the most random week week seven matchup. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think yeah. you know Toledo's not going to come and beat Ohio State. So right, it's just, and it's more fun. It's like it's like college, high school football is the most pure form of football, and then well. Yeah, it's the most pure form of football. And you go to college where it's like, okay, yeah, it's still like kind of pure, but even now, but now with the NAI name, image, likeness thing, it's kind of like less. And now it's more about money, and I don't know. And then, and now kids are opting out. You know, their final seasons are opting out of bowl games and stuff like that. And then obviously you get to the NFL where it's like, you know, it, this is this isn't supposed to be pure. This is just supposed to be like dudes hitting dudes, fun sports betting, all that yeah. other good stuff. Yeah, and within high school football, the most purest form is Georgia football. Oh, yeah, of course. It's different in the South. Shout out, Garrett. <laughs> Idiot. Um, yeah, so we start with a little injury news, getting in the Bucks cowboys recap, and then do a week one preview. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So starting out, Ravens had a tough week again. I feel like we've said that every week this preseason. Good. I mean, no, no. Um, <laughs> on back-to-back plays in practice yesterday, yeah, um, they lost Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters Wednesday. with torn ACLs. On Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday. So that's pretty brutal, especially the fact that there's two two plays in a row, like two of their first starters. I mean, Ed, yeah, yeah. Uh, Edwards, too, but. Harbaugh, which I probably would have done this too if I were the head coach, just said, you know what, we're done for the day. We're going home. Um, I mean, what would you do? Like, all right, next one up. Let's go. Keep it going. Yeah. Next play, Lamar tears his ACL yeah. or something. Who wants but to like, tear it next? 
Yeah. Uh, so really unfortunate luck for them. Um, I think this does. I'm more worried about the Peters injury, obviously. Like I think Edwards is probably, I mean, he's definitely better than any guy they're going to pick up off the street, but that, that run game is set up for success. Like regardless of who's really playing running back, like um, the Peters one though, I mean, they are built, their defense is built around him and Marlon Humphrey. Like that is how they play defense. They have the two best corners in the NFL and they already had Jimmy Smith go out on injured reserve for a little bit. So like they're real thin at corner all of a sudden. And I don't know, it it does change a little bit for me. Um, Feels good to not be the AFC North team. That's very thin at corner. And the season hasn't even right. started yet. Usually it's the Browns by week four. The Browns are on like their last two corners. We bring in the guy from the practice squad. We are so we got three corners and we're just we're just hanging on for dear life. Feels good to not be in You're that position. Desire, baby. Yeah. And so <laughs> so really they did they they signed they signed like just the trio. Everyone the, 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 yeah. the trio of veterans, right? They signed Devonta yeah. Freeman, who you may remember from his his uh, his glory days with the Falcons. Uh, you remember uh-huh. Lev Bell, who went to the Jets to die. Uh, yeah. More notably, good on Pittsburgh. And um, Latavius Murray just signed there. Who just, I actually who think... just got released by the Saints. Latavius Murray yeah. will probably play. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if I'm trying to pick up one, which I've tried in every league and people have him already, yeah. um, Murray would be the one I'd target most heavily just because well, he's been playing most recently. And I think Latavius Murray was drafted in most leagues. So it's kind of yeah, hard to yeah. pick them up, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's going to be, I mean, there might have been a position where once he got released, someone else like dropped him and then like there might have been a little bit, I don't know there, mm-hmm. but regardless, uh, so you, you really, you think uh, Murray's going to play, right? Like there's no question about yeah, it. I think if you got a spot on your bench, they're all worth the pickup. Just, you know, see what happens. But I think uh, the one I least likely, Murray over the other two. Yeah, I think the one you should, like if you're only, like if you're considering and they're all... Th- don't pick up Freeman. Just don't pick up Devontae Freeman. Yeah. All right. The other two, yeah. I think, have a better shot than Devontae Freeman. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. I have to say. I agree. All right. Next, Curtis Samuel goes to the IR, but it's the COVID IR, so it's it's not that drastic. So yeah. Curtis Samuel, he, he was dealing with the with the groin, the groin or the mm-hmm. hamstring, whatever was ailing him from last year. Uh, went out of practice the other day after he ran a route, whatever was seen. You know, trying to stretch it out with the trainers on the sideline, yada yada. Well, comes down to now he's about to be on the IR. So, but the COVID IR, remember, only three weeks. Uh, you have to be on for at least three weeks, then he can come back off. Hopefully, this is just a three-week thing, and they're just freeing up a roster spot for him because I have him in two fantasy leagues, <laughs> and he's going to be a big weapon for that Washington football team or TBD name at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, if you need someone, if you're doing like daily fantasy or something, you need someone to pick up. I think Diami Brown's going to play a ton now. The guy they drafted out of North Carolina, but yeah, it sucks because like one of which we'll get to. One of my uh, favorite games on Sunday is Washington and the Chargers, and I mean it. It it it, it was just going to be really interesting to see how he fit into that offense with McLaurin and Thomas. So. And like you said, short term, we'll see what happens, but hope he gets better. Alrighty, what else do you have here? Taylor Decker sidelined a bit. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, they didn't. So this just came out today. Um, I guess Taylor Decker's not playing Sunday. They don't really, I don't know the exact um, terms of the injury. Oh, it's a hand in injury. They just said head coach Dan Campbell said this will sideline him for a little bit. So nice. 
Um, the question is, are they considering, which I don't know if I would do this. Um, some people think they might consider playing Penesu at left tackle, um, which, I mean, that was his college position, but he's been training all preseason to play right tackle, and yeah. you're just going to give up on that. Like, we'll see what happens. Um, that's the only real intrigue here. It's not like the Lions are going to win Sunday either way. but Yeah, it's a very slim chance, so just take Taylor Decker out. You know, even slimmer, it's fine. You know, Jared yeah. Goff, if you don't get the ball out in at least 1.5 seconds, you're going to be sacked. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let's just, you know, with Taylor Decker, it was two seconds without him, 1.5. So, just figure it out. Um, also, injury news that we haven't written down here. Um, well, obviously, listening to interviews and listening to uh, the coaches, OBJ is technically questionable for, for week one, but it sounds like he's going to play, uh, whether that be limited or full go. But he has been full go in practice and all that good stuff. So, Expect to see OBJ on the field week one against the Chiefs. Um, Austin Eckler is questionable for week one. I don't know what's going on there. I just got a notification. And then I think there was one more that I am forgetting. Yeah, it sounds like um, Tom Pelissero said today that it sounds like Eckler is going to play. Like it sounds like it'll be a full go. I think they kind of, uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes some players are just questionable every week. Like Julio is probably going to be questionable like 15 weeks this year. Um but, yeah, Eckler's been dealing with a hamstring. Sounds like he'll be good to go. Uh, I know who else was listed as questionable for the Browns. Clowney was, right? But I, think I believe Clowney is with an illness. So they Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but it's not COVID. They did no, say it no, wasn't no, COVID, so that's illness. good. He might yeah. have the shits. Uh, here we go. So this is head coach Kevin Stefanski. These are some quotes from a press conference. Uh, question on if there are any other details on wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr.'s status for Sunday Beyond being listed as questionable, quote, not really, quote, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> uh, on what the de- question on what the decision comes down to if Beckham will play or not, quote, I think he was limited today, so we'll use the next 48 hours with all these guys and determine who is playing and who is not. We will let you know 90th minutes before the game, end quote. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, <laughs> question on if the Brown question on if the decision for Beckham's status will come down to watching warmups on Sunday morning. Uh, quote, I think for all of these guys that were limited at practice, we will make sure that we huddle up over the next 48 hours and make a decision, end quote. And finally, <laughs> and finally, <laughs> question on confirming Beckham has not taken any full contact to the ground or taken a hit to the knee yet, quote, correct, end quote. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, uh, in short, he's questionable, okay? Basically, I think he's going to play. He's been moving around. Um, You've seen him making the cuts, running the routes. Hopefully he plays, even if it is a limited amount. Uh, But not too worried because we do have players like Donovan Peoples-Jones and Demetric Felton that can fill in and are more than capable. All right. um, Carson Wentz. Eh, Carson Wentz will start. Uh, There's another thing from... Now that we're to to transition into the Bucks Cowboys, Lyle Collins might be suspended for five games. Don't know why. That's that's not good. Well, actually, was oh here it is. Collins yeah. was suspended five games for violating the NFL's policy and program on substance of abuse. Stay hmm. off the weed. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. But um, I thought so. Now that we're getting in the Bucks Cowboys recap a little bit. Obviously, it was a really good game. I mean, like, it was from an offensive mindset perspective, like, probably 
like I, I feel like I've never seen an NFL game with such little rushing ever. Like um, I was even shocked to see Zeke have 10 or 11 carries. I, I was very surprised he even had that many. Uh, it looked like he, it felt like he touched the ball like three times the whole game. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's time to like, even though I was texting you this last night, I don't think it's time to panic about Zeke quite yet. I, I mean, that Bucks front is like historically one of the best run defenses of all time. Right, and right. like when you're down, you're not going to run the ball a lot anyway. And I know the Cowboys probably won't be a run heavy team per se this year, but I do think Zeke will get utilized more in the coming weeks. I thought Dak looked awesome. Like he never had an injury. Like, I mean, he was incredible. I thought Brady looked like he's still 35 years old. Still like it, he doesn't age at all. He had that game winning drive. And I mean, for the most part, like both offensive lines played really well. I thought very well. Um, yeah, uh, and even like some of the other guys, like Demarcus Lawrence looked really good. As I say, the offensive lines looked good. Demarcus Lawrence looked like his old self for the Cowboys. Like he he generated a lot of pressure. There weren't any sacks, but he was in the backfield a lot, causing havoc. Um, almost Anthony almost, Brown almost forced a fumble, yeah. but Brady you yeah, know caught it back and threw it. I was yeah. like, for effing Brady, man, like. Demarcus Lawrence had got his hand on the ball, baby Brady bobbled it, and then he just you know made a uh, completion for 15 yards. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. As far as the Cowboys, like other Cowboys go, I guess Anthony Brown looked really bad for the Cowboys in the secondary. Granted, I mean, the Bucks probably have the best receiver trio in the NFL. It's, it's so um, hard. other than maybe the Cowboys like that. That, that right. receiving. Just those receivers in that game, the sixth best receiver on the field was Michael Gallup, which is insane yeah, which between the three trios, crazy. which is ins- – yeah, but, like, I don't know. What did you think overall? Just- you know who impressed me more than anyone – not more than anyone else, but impressed me more than what I thought I was going to saw, what I thought I was going to see. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Cedric Wilson. Yeah, he looked good. Cedric Wilson went out there, especially when Michael Gallup went out, and Cedric Wilson was making plays. Mm-hmm. He was returning kicks, returning punts. I was like – all right, let's go. Cedric Wilson, notably drafted in 2018, hasn't really done much in his first two seasons in the league, but he came out last night and he was making plays. He's a nice little fourth option, really. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I thought the same about uh, Mickens, the the Bucks returner. He was – Yeah. He were, dude, really he was returning it past, out, out to the 40, yeah. like, on the yeah. regular. I was like, what are we mm-hmm. doing? Like, the Cowboys couldn't cover. Um, yeah, dude, no, Dak looked amazing. Like – Honestly, yeah. like Dak went back to basically last year when he threw 500 yards for the first however many games until he broke his face or broke his his everything. Um, it's honestly, it was a great game. Like mm-hmm. uh, the the Dak threw the ball 58 58 times, which is insane. Like you said, it is. The Bucks do have like the best front seven in the league, and it looked like the best front seven in the league. Yeah. Um, I thought they would give Zeke the ball a little bit more to try and, you know, um, set the tone of the game. But as I say that, the Cowboys, I feel like them setting the tone is getting out to a huge lead and throwing the ball because they have all that star power at receiver. Kellen Moore, mm-hmm. as they said multiple times on the, on the broadcast last night, Kellen Moore knows where his bread is made or buttered or whatever, and it's these star yeah. receivers on the outside, which, it, you know, it is, it is true. CeeDee Lamb looked amazing, did drop – um, dropped well. It was tough, right? It was in the middle of three defenders, went right through his yeah. hands and he got picked off. But you know, he did what he was like. He, I saw the graphic last night. Like he was, he had like the fourth most drops of any receiver last year. 
Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, looked good. Amari Cooper, stud. The most, like an yeah. unsung, like very underrated wide receiver in the league. Um, AB is back to being the best receiver in the league. Oh, my whatever. God. <laughs> it's insane. You know, if if, if, yeah. if they didn't have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, AB probably would have had 15 catches and 300 yards. Yeah. And then was, Gronk. Um, Gronk is pretty incredible. Gronk is back to year year three, four Gronk. So, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> like, Gronk's Gronk's timeless. Tom Brady's time timeless. Also, God, dude, like, what is what are they gonna learn? When is any team going to learn? You cannot give Tom Brady more than uh, more than a minute on the last no. drive of the game. And I I feel like it happens way more often than it should. Oh, yeah. here's Tom Brady. One one two timeouts. Minute thirty left. Two minutes. Why does he have the ball? Like, you know, how how e- not easy, but there had to have been a way. Kellen Moore. Hey, run the ball, do something at that last drive. Let's try and eat some clock, eat some clock, eat some clock, rather than Dak getting sacked for 10 yards or so it was second and 20 or whatever it was, and then now you're fighting to get back in field goal field goal range. Like, listen, you're in field goal range. You know that you don't want to give Brady the ball back, and you know they only have two timeouts, right? Let's run the ball a little bit. Let's let's eat that clock so Tom Brady can't get yeah. the ball back and drive right yeah. down the field on you and kick yeah. the game-winning field goal. Like, yeah. I feel like, do we not, do we not, like, look at history? Do we, like, have you not watched Tom Brady the past 20 years? Like, what are we going to learn? It's so, like, you knew it was going to happen, too. As like, soon it's just, as they kicked the field goal, I was like, too much, too much time. Here we go. As close as this game was, I was like, it's crazy, but I was never really in doubt that the Bucks were going to lose. Or the I was never in doubt that the Bucks were going to win. Yeah, like, I thought the Bucks were going to win the whole game. Um but yeah, like the clock management kind of by both coaches really, like even at the end in that last drive where the Bucks went down and kicked the field goal, I was kind of surprised that like, I was worried that this was going to screw up the game for the Bucks when Arians took that timeout instead of letting the 10 second runoff happen when it was their last timeout and oh, that yeah. penalty. I was like, man, what if they like, you know, get down to the 20 yard line, there's eight seconds left and Antonio Brown catches the ball on the sideline, but they tackle him in bounds, you know, like I was like, really surprised that they use that timeout there but overall like you realistically it's just crazy to see the high volume passing and honestly if Brady and Dex receivers like Brady's two picks were Leonard Fournette dropping that screen or tipping it and then a Hail Mary and then Dax pick which at first glance, I was like, wow, what a horrible throw. But it was like literally, like you said, it was tough for CD to come down with that because it was in between three defenders. But Dak did it, did put it right there. Like, it's like some of the best QB play I've seen, like, on both sides in a game in a long time. Yeah, it's it's tough. But like I said, Dak looked great. Uh, ran the ball a few times. I was a little scared. I was like, Dak, yeah. no. Dak no, no, yeah. no, Dak, don't do this. But, I mean, I don't know how fast Dak was before. I don't think he, he does not look yeah, fast. He does not look fast now. I don't know how fast he was before, but he looked a little slow. Um, I tried telling my friend that um, Baker looks more athletic than Dak now. Honestly, I, a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm telling. Like, yes, Dak. Dak made some plays, but like he did not look fast. Mm-mm, yeah. No. And it, and there were a couple of throws that were. It just didn't look like he had all of it in. He didn't put his yeah. everything into it. Um, but, I mean, 400 yards, what are you going to argue? But, again, threw the ball 58 times. Uh, I hope to see, to see Zeke a little more in the game plan going forward, take a little pressure off of Dak. We'll see what happens. Um, 
yeah, that's really all I got. Um, I was surprised to see Leonard Fournette so much. I know it's weird that Leonard Fournette's like the third down back. Yeah, I thought I I drafted Gio Bernard last round just in case, and he barely played. But yeah, I mean, it is really weird in case a Ravens situation happens to the the Bucks. Yeah, Yeah. it is really weird seeing like I love the single digit numbers on like edge rushers and like guys like that, but on Fournette, I don't really like it, and I don't know why. I was like seven, Uh, but he was seven at LSU, so yeah, Uh, great game, great way to great way to get the season going. if if the season goes anything like last night, the Cowboys <laughs> will win their division. Um, yeah. It just so happens that they played one of the top three teams in the NFL the first week, and they almost beat them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, the Cowboys left. Let's think. The Cowboys left, so there was a drop. They missed two field goals, missed a <laughs> yeah, extra that's point. Bad. That's seven. Uh, and then yeah. they drove down the field, should have had a touchdown, but kicked a field goal. So seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They left 11 points, probably more on the field. So I mean, they won the turnover battle, left eleven points on the field, and still almost, almost won the game. Like, it's just, I don't know, that yeah. I think it's sloppy coaching, sloppy play calling, but Dak almost made up for it. Yeah, their special teams overall was bad. Like, like you said, like Mickens with those kick returns too, even like giving up yards like that. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Great game. Great way to start the season. Uh, let's get into our week one preview. So we, what are we just going to oh go boy. through and um, go through the point spreads, who we think is going to win. And hello, Roscoe. Uh, point spreads, who's going to win or what? Yeah, just point spreads, who we think is going to win, and maybe, I don't know, just kind of what you're looking for in the game. All right, let's do it. All right, the first game on the slate Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is favored by six and a half. Uh, so I, I kind of feel like, I mean, just making picks, I would probably take Buffalo to cover just because I I am intrigued to see how Pittsburgh's offense looks with the new OC, with Matt Canada. Um, and the defense is, like, kind of worrisome. I, like, I, they didn't look good against Buffalo last year, and their defense was probably – I mean, it was better last year than I predict it will be this year. They did since we had our, like, defenses, divisions by defenses episode. We went through all the defenses. They have added some corner help since then. Um, they added Akella Witherspoon, who was on the Seahawks. So, I mean, he's if, if, if the Seahawks are trading away corners to you right now, like, they're probably not that good. But he is a guy who's played in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be a – Big week for Josh Allen. Big week for Diggs. Like I, I don't really suspect the Steelers' defense doing that well, to be honest, because like they have, you know, TJ Watt's going to play now. He got his contract dispute settled and all that. But like, uh, I don't know. I just kind of think Buffalo's going to look pretty good. The Steelers' offense is like probably the most intriguing part of this game for me. But like, Najee I don't Harris. have high hopes. <laughs> Yeah, Najee Harris. Yeah, no, and it'll be good. Five yard slants from Ben. Yeah, I mean, I think it's week one, and Ben's got a little bit of juice in his arm. So I, th- I think that the Steelers will probably. I think the Steelers. There's a good chance the Steelers cover, but I think Buffalo wins the game. But I mean, yeah. it, it very well could just be like a twenty, not like a fourteen to twenty-one point win by Buffalo. So, uh, I, yeah, I'll take Buffalo. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, New yeah. York Jets at the Carolina Panthers. I think this one. The Carolina's 
Carolina's only favored by five. Uh, I would, uh, I'd, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd hammer the, the, the Panthers here. <laughs> Sam Darnold revenge game. Revenge, baby. I, honestly, like, Sam Darnold could come out and could look really good. Good. I mean, that Jets defense is, like, so bad. <laughs> Sam Darnold could not throw the ball one time, and they still might cover against the Jets. Yeah, yeah, because like, McCaffrey's going to run all over him. I mean, Chuba Hubbard might run all over him by the fourth quarter. I right, might have McCaffrey sitting. Let me rephrase. Sam Donald might not have to throw the ball more than five yards down the field, and they yeah. will still cover because of the the receiver the receiver talent, the running back talent. Like, let's just let's go. Jets stink. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I do want to see. It'll be fun to I see mean, Michael maybe. Carter and things like that, but yeah, and, and Zach obviously Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, Elijah Moore. Maybe he'll have a good game. I like Ty Johnson. I want to see the Jets' offense do something, but I still think the Panthers are gonna win this game pretty easy. I, I would pick them to cover. Yeah, I think they'll win by more than five. I do think. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if Buffalo will cover. I think you're right, but I don't want to backtrack. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, yeah, <laughs> the Panthers are just too good of a team. Like you said, I would love to see a little bit of juice out of the Jets just to see you know, what these rookies have, but again, it's week one rookies. Let's go. Uh, next, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. This one is one I'm not going to watch. Everyone's excited about this game. What do you mean? Because Trevor Lawrence is probably going to look real kidding. good against the Houston Texans defense. Like it's, I, I will only have this game on. I will only flip onto this game when Jacksonville is on offense. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And even I then, it say, might. It, we'll see how the first couple drives go. With uh, Gus Edwards going out, I gotta start Lovisca in my flex, so I'll be watching this game a little bit. But yeah. like, also, yeah, it'll, be, I mean, it'll be fun to see how Urban Meyer manages an NFL game. Yeah, like I'm so upset for Je- Texans fans. Like I can't even think of anything to be excited about for the Texans at all whatsoever. Like. Like we said, the only thing is maybe Nico Collins and Anthony Miller show you something at receiver, but if Tyra Taylor can't get him the ball, exactly. then who's, you know, like, so I don't think it's that crazy to say that, like, if the Jags at their peak, I think they could win the AFC South. I, I like, I wouldn't be that surprised if the Titans didn't play that well and this division just sucks and the Jags win nine games and they win the division. So this is it. I mean, you can't ask for a better team to play week one as a rookie quarterback. So, we, we need to see Trevor Lawrence look above average, I think, for that to be a possibility. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you just said, like they easily, not easily, but like there's a scenario where they could win nine games and win the division. I go so back and forth on the Titans. Like, I know, so do I. I, I don't know. Every like, day. Some days I'm like, dude, they're going to be good. And other days I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Next game. Oh, this, speaking of the Titans, Arizona at Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee is favored by three. I think you take the Cardinals money line because it's plus money. I think the Cardinals are going to win. Let's go. Listen, Ky- I, I just I'm excited to see Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green. Hopefully, uh, Rondale Moore plays. Uh, I'm excited to see, see Chase Edmonds and how much they're going to use Chase Edmonds versus James Conner. I hope they use Chase Edmonds more. Um, mm-hmm. And then also JJ Watt. You know, J.J. Watt and uh, the other guy. This is, uh, Chandler Jones. Yeah, Chandler Jones. So, I don't know. This is Arizona's year. This is the year Arizona needs to be good for Kyler and um, uh, names. Uh, Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury's, yes. 
Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury's jobs, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, but it's also going to be fun to watch w- Julio Jones and see what they do with him. Sorry. Yeah, and I think those Tennessee receivers are going to have big games, both of them, because I, as we talked about in the defenses episode, my biggest concern with the Cardinals is corner. They're, they're, they don't really have much there. They got Marco Wilson, rookie fourth rounder, starting right now because um, Malcolm Butler unexpectedly retired, and he was supposed to be their number one corner. So yeah. I'm really intrigued to see how this offense looks without Arthur Smith and with uh, Todd Downing calling plays now. A lot of people, this is, a, this is the other thing I've heard a lot in the last week. Everyone says this is the year that Derrick Henry falls off because of how many touches he's gotten over the last couple of years. And I just think at this point, I'm done saying that. When it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to be the one to say it. It's tough to so. say he's going to fall off because, like, his first couple years, he wasn't that good. And then, yeah. like, he became good. So, it's, like, I don't know if you can count those first couple years against him. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think – I mean, I think he'll have a great year, but I would – you know, I, I will pick the Titans to win, but I don't think – I think they'll win by, like, a point. Like, this is going to be a good game. All right, so like, Keaton, I wouldn't even – Keaton's taking I, Arizona If you actually three. had to bet on this game, I just wouldn't do it. I would. Arizona, money line. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> next game, Philadelphia at – the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is favored by three and a half. This one's going to be an interesting game. Um, if there are, is any team that you want Jalen Hurts to play against or just like your offense in general to get a feel of what's going on, it's the Atlanta Falcons because it's not going to be too tough to move the ball against Atlanta. Uh, but if you can't move the ball against Atlanta, you know you got some issues. Yeah, this is going to be real high scoring, I think. It'll be a fun game to watch. Like I'll probably actually tune into this one. It's at one just like all these other games so far. Um, I'll put them all on because the Browns play at four or something. So. True, true. Um, I think, yeah, this one's got a lot of intrigue to it too, just because, like you said, Jalen Hurts. I, I do want to see Kyle Pitts. He's making his debut. That's going to be big for the Falcons. But, like, both of these defenses aren't very good, but if I, I have more hope for the Eagles' defense than I do the Falcons' defense. Um, Eagles' defense can be sneaky good. I'm excited to see Mike Davis play. I just want to throw that out there. I'm excited to see him out touch Wayne Gallman. He's going to play a lot more than Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Um, but Sub-tweet. yeah, I would pick, like, I'm surprised that Atlanta's favored, to be honest. I would pick the Eagles to win this game, and Atlanta's favored by three and a half, so I'm definitely taking the Eagles to cover. Yeah, I don't think Wayne Gallman, I don't think Wayne Gallman's going to get the ball, like, at all. I, <laughs> I think Mike Davis is going to play 95% of the snaps. But I hot bet, take. I think. I think Cordero Patterson will have more snaps at running back than Wayne Gallman. Hey, hey, scoot in real close to your to your camera. Scoot in real close and stare at it. Hey. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think I'm really just – I'm more excited to watch Philadelphia and their offense yeah. in general. Yeah. I, I want to see if Jalen Rieger can come back and play well. Honestly, it's all about Jalen Hurts, Real. I mean, realistically. Let's see Jalen Hurts. I want to see if Miles Sanders can play well. They have so much Devontae potential. Devontae Smith, yes. There's so much yeah. potential in that offense. Let's see what Nick Sirianni can draw up, and I, I'm just I'm excited. Um, and Kyle Pitts, yeah, whatever. Um. One one more thing. <laughs> yeah. This is something I feel like everyone – like I'm starting to ride on the Eagles hype train a little bit with you. Like I'm not like – I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they'll be better than people think. 
Have we ever considered that last year was just a disaster for everyone on the Eagles and Zach Ertz is going to come back and be like really good? He and, easily like, they don't could. Even know if he's starting at tight end, he easily like, that's what, like they're they're going to be a really good pass catching group. Zach Ertz has kind of been like he was injured two years ago, yeah, and then mm-hmm. last year he was kind of dealing with nagging injuries plus the the. It, the eternal, what are we, what am I trying they to say? They were a disaster. The, the, the shit show yeah. that was that yeah. front office slash coaching staff. They've had an entire season, well, entire season, entire off season of this regime. Um, Jalen Hurts has been the quarterback for at least a few games. Showed yeah. some, showed some things. I believe it seems like they've sold, bought in, sold out for Jalen Hurts is the guy. Let's do, let's move, or excuse me, let's. Revolve the offense around Jalen Hurts and let's let's do it right, which is what I said they needed to do. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens when they. This is Jalen Hurts. This is our guy. This is the offense. Let's do it. So uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I'm on the hype train, but the hype train is moving like slow. I'm in the ba- <laughs> I'm in the caboose of yeah. the hype train. Like let's see. You know, I'm about by the emergency exit of the hype train. <laughs> All right, uh, next game, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team. Los Angeles is favored by one. We did just say that Curtis Samuel is not going to play. We'll see how big of a let's see how we'll see how big of a hindrance that is to Washington. Mm-hmm. But you know they still have Terry McLaurin, they still have Antonio Gibson, all that good stuff. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Ryan Fitzpatrick's first uh, first start for Washington, so. But and the Chargers defense is kind of back at full strength, so I don't know. It's gonna be it'll be a, an interesting game to watch. Justin Herbert, we'll see if he's, you know, how he comes out in the second year. Keenan Allen stud, obviously. Mike Williams is not hurt, <laughs> like he is every year. Uh, Austin yeah. Eckler though questionable. We'll see what happens. Like we said, I think you said. What do you say? He's probably gonna. He's play. expected. Yeah, he's expected to play. But I mean, if he doesn't, go get Justin Jackson in fantasy. But anyway, I think. This is a really hard game for me to pick because these are like two of my favorite like sleeper teams. Honestly, like I talk about both of them all the time. I I mean I think the most interesting matchup is probably I mean yeah it's that front seven um, against Justin Herbert and that revamped offensive line. They got Brian Bulaga this offseason. They got um, Rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley. So they brought in three new starters to that offensive line. Um, I think they're going to be improved but i mean it takes time to gel so i could see this being a real low scoring affair just because i could see washington's defense dominating even though i think long term the Chargers' offense is going to be good it's just that front seven is nasty even the the secondary is good too but i'm just saying they're gonna cause havoc and justin herbert was really good under pressure last year but i mean that stat varies year to year as well i if i had to pick i would probably pick Washington to win, but I don't feel great about it. I don't really know. I'm not gonna like lock it up. I'm there's no guarantees here, but um I just think Washington's gonna run the ball a lot with Antonio Gibson and the Chargers, I just think they're gonna take a little time. You know, it's like week one. I just think, you know, I don't know. Brand we'll new see. head coach. I, yeah. I do think Los Angeles is gonna win to mm-hmm. I I think. Um We'll see. I mean, they have the weapons on offense. Justin Herbert's coming back second year, but like I just said, different coaching staff. Um, 
Hey, it's five o'clock on Friday, baby. Hey, break out the beers. Um, My Alexa reminds me it's five o'clock on Friday every Friday, and I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, Alexa, turn that off." Um, yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. Los Angeles Chargers. Um, crap! What was I saying? Oh yeah, Justin Herbert's. It's yes, it's a new offense, but he is familiar with his receivers. He's familiar with the offense. Uh, Austin Eckler didn't play a few games last year, but he, you know, it, it, the core of the offense is back. Um, hopefully, that defense is very is healthy. Derwin James is back. Um, help me out. Who else is back? Uh, Joey Bosa. Who? Oh yeah, yeah. Joey Bosa. Joey yeah. Bosa's back. Chris Harris is back. They lost. Uh, Melvin Asante Ingram, Samuel's though. starting at corner. That's gonna be fun. That's fun. They lost Melvin Ingram though, right? Yeah, the guy yeah. they replaced him with. Uh, his name. I probably am butchering his name. It's like Chua Chua Dimanuosu, sure, something sure. like that. Sorry, but he's supposed to be pretty good. Not Melvin Ingram level, but like a formidable guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I I see what you're saying. Like, I could definitely see this being like a 14 to 10 game or like 13 to yeah. 10. So, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to take. Uh, Just take the Chargers because uh, I took Washington. Uh, but the more I look at it, the more I want to take Washington. I, I, <laughs> I'll take Washington just because of the coaching staff and Fitzmagic, baby. Let's go. Uh, all right. San Francisco 49ers at the Detroit Lions. Uh, San Francisco is favored by seven and a half. That is the uh, largest line on the weekend. I would take San Fran to cover. Yeah. I yeah. I feel really bad for the Lions. The Lions are going to be so bad. Missing their left yeah. tackle. Just – they're just bad. <laughs> well, like all I've heard all training camp about the Lions too is like, wow, Jared Goff looks even worse than I thought he was. It's just like he does not look good. Well, he doesn't uh, have uh, I, he doesn't have Sean McVay to cover up his weaknesses yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, and apparently DeAndre Swift might be a murderer. I don't really know if that's true, it's possible. But, you know, maybe he'll murder the 49ers defensive line on Sunday, but Ayo. probably not. Um, <laughs> so. I don't really have much to say about the Lions. I mean, let's there's see not if much to say. I was going to say, let's see if this offensive line can actually be a formidable unit. And now Taylor Decker's not playing because on paper, the offensive line actually looks pretty good, but you'll lose your left tackle. And like, I don't know what they're going to do with Penny Sewell. And Nick Bosa. The only thing I want to <laughs> see is can uh, Jeff Okuda cover. That's all I want to see. I just want to see if he can play. And Jeff Okuda is going to win the game for you. Yeah, yeah, he's got to um, he's got to go up against Ayuk, who I think is going to be a breakout guy this year. But he'll probably play a little on Debo as well. But I don't know. I mean, this is just going to be. Let's see what the Niners' offense looks like if they play Trey Lance. If not, they maybe won't. they'll play him in the red zone. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll sign a QB to play in the fourth quarter this weekend because Jimmy Garoppolo will be up by thirty-five at the end of the third quarter. I don't know. Uh I'm just kidding. It's but, gonna be a tough game for Detroit. Just that's all. Yeah, I, I just think like start Ray Mostert. Probably start. I'd start Ray Mostert and Sermon this week. Honestly, just like they're gonna they're gonna go up early and they're gonna run the ball to win the game. So yeah, it's even no matter how tough. good, even again, even a fully healthy Detroit Lions, like the San Francisco's defensive line is just so good. Like yeah, so hammer San Francisco minus seven and a half basically, yeah, and yeah. take them. Let's go. San Francisco's going to win by a mile. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, Seattle 
at Indianapolis. Seattle is favored by two and a half. This is just like, this screams like so boring. Like this game is going to be yeah. so boring. Seems a little, don't you think that's a little low? Or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say Seattle's definitely going to cover that two and a half. Yeah. I think I think the odds makers are favoring or you know, giving a little bit more credit than we are to Indianapolis's defense. Uh, and true. Seattle's lack of offense last season. But I'd say I'd say yeah, Seattle'll probably cover that two and a half. Yeah, I'm not I don't know. I mean things I'm looking for from Seattle, you know, let's see how this offense looks with this new offensive coordinator. Is it gonna be more like the Rams scheme? Or not? I mean, you would assume it is. Are they going to run play action more? Will they do more under center? And I mean, they have some new pieces on offense, but not anyone big. I mean, they got Gerald Everett. We'll see if he does something. Uh, they got Dwayne Eskridge, but it's really more of the scheme. How does hey, Russ look in the scheme? And then Carson Wentz. Yeah. I have no idea. I have I, no faith. No one. Yeah, I don't have much faith. Um, who's going to step up and be that number one receiver, especially with <laughs> no T.Y. Hilton out. Yeah, it, it could be Pittman. It could be Paris Campbell. It could be – there's some dude that everyone's talking about that was like – this Michael Straken is his name. Um, I, I don't know much about him, but he was like super hyped up in preseason and like no one thought he was going to make the team and he made the team and – they're saying he might play a lot. I don't know. But he's a freak athlete, and he's like a deep sleeper in, like, really big fantasy leagues. So who knows? I don't have much faith in the Colts at all. I mean, if the the way they win this game is if that offensive line looks good and Jonathan Taylor goes off. That's that's it. And they can just hold Seattle to yeah. 10, 14 points maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, it does scream very boring, though. Very, very boring. boring very low scoring, very yeah. boring. That's what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, all right, next, Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Minnesota's only favored by three, which is kind of weird. But Minnesota does have a tendency to play down play to their competition. To their competition. Yeah. So uh, I, w- I want to say that Minnesota's going to cover, but I would just stay far away from this game. Uh, another yeah. one that screams very boring to me, but I'll watch it like I watch all the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, only to see how Joe Burrow plays, see if Jamar Chase drops a ball or not. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got. I mean, the Vikings look big, basically exactly the same. I want to see how Tyler yeah. Conklin plays. But, I mean, other than <laughs> that, you know. Yeah, um, I think that I would probably, you know, I'm a Minnesota homer. Um, so I'd probably reason. take Minnesota to cover. Uh, I think it'll be a little, I don't really know if we should expect the offense to be any different. Like, cause Gary Kubiak was the offensive coordinator last year and now it's Gary Kubiak's son. So you would think it'd be very similar. Nepotism in the NFL. Gotta love it. But yeah, it um, really is. So what I really look forward to is the Viking defense is pretty revamped at the corner position because they brought in Pat Pete. They brought in um, Rashad Breland from the I mean, Chiefs. They're pretty revamped pretty good cornerbacks. everywhere on yeah. defense. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, even kind of like how we consider, you know, Delpit to be an addition. Like, they're getting guys back who didn't play last year, like Anthony Barr, uh, Kendricks missed a lot of time last year. So, 
I think this defense will be pretty good. I don't expect – I really think this matchup is pretty bad for the Bengals because the corner should be better. They have some good safeties in Minnesota. And honestly, I don't have much faith in the Bengals' defense, and I think the Vikings' offense is above average. Um, I think Dalvin Cook will have a big day. Justin Jefferson will have a big day. And, yeah, I really just want to see – I mean, the, the biggest – exciting thing to see here is how Joe Burrow looks right you know like he's there's rumors he's been real rattled in the preseason his confidence isn't where it should be you know things like that we'll see they got a good front in Minnesota I still think the Bengals offensive line is going to be awful because they didn't really do much to address it um so yeah that's that's pretty much it I'd take Minnesota to cover but I agree the more you talk the more I was like yeah Minnesota will cover um next Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots uh the Patriots are favored here by two and a half this one will be an interesting game I think oh yeah because you got two of the sophomore QB who sucks versus I'm just kidding who <laughs> who has a lot of room to improve yeah. uh but with a good head coach a good team around him we'll see what happens and then the New England Patriots who sucked last year um, but again, great head coach, great, a newly revamped team around a new rookie quarterback, uh, who honestly, I don't think Mac Jones doesn't look, he's looked pretty good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be low scoring. That's for sure. Because Tua can't throw the ball and because Mac Jones is a rookie, but I think it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be interesting to see how Damian Harris plays. It'll be interesting to see how much they involve New England receiver. Aguilar? Nope. Jacoby Myers? Jacoby Myers. And Jalen Waddle. See how he plays. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry. Guys, I got CTE bad today. I don't know where it came out of, but I just names not coming to me. Hey, you had class today. I know you're paying a lot of attention. It's cool. So, oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of – dude, I go back and forth on like eight teams every week. But the Dolphins' offensive line is really concerning. Like, it's, it doesn't look good. Apparently, left tackle Austin Jackson is not expected to play because he's still on the COVID list, nice. which isn't good. I mean, I guess now they're going to play – their second, I think he got picked in the second or third round. Liam Eichenberg, the rookie tackle on Notre Dame, he's going to start at left tackle. And the Patriots' front looks pretty good. Their defense, as much as their offense looks different, their defense looks pretty different too. Um, I'm excited to see who emerges. Well, they don't, the Dolphins don't have Will Fuller this week. I kind of forgot about that. Um, so I think Waddle will have a big day, at least. I think he'll be involved a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of guys here who, I feel like on both teams, you're like, I don't know who's going to be like the lead guy in any realm. You Miles know, like, Gaskins. There's, yeah, Miles Gaskin. That's he'll, that's pretty much it. You, you know, he's going to be the lead running back. But like, Patriots, Damian Harris, we both like a lot. I think he'll be the lead running back. Um, they got those tight ends. How are they going to use Janu? How are they going to use Hunter Henry? Are they going to be interchangeable? Do they each have their own role? Um, and then like, even Nelson Aguilar, how's he going to be used? Is he actually going to, go for over a thousand yards again, like he did last year, or was that a flash in the pan? I, I don't know. So I, do you pick, you pick new England? I don't even know. 
but uh, <laughs> I know I don't either. Like I don't because I I hate Tua. Like and Mac Jones is a rookie, so I, I'll and it, it's just England. honestly it's like it's just coaching against coaching. Like that's this game is just about coaches. Like that's it. And I'll pick New England just because it's Bill Belichick. That's that's the yeah. only reason. And because Mac I'll Jones is a, Mac Jones is a shiny new toy that I want to watch yeah. and pl- talk about. So I'll pick New England to cover. Yeah, I'm gonna fence it here and just say that when they play in Miami, Miami will win. So I'll pick New England too. Alrighty, and the game of the week: the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by six and a half points. The disrespect on Baker Mayfield's name and the reigning coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski's name. All right, the Browns. You take that Browns money line right now. Because the Browns are going, yeah. Browns are walking into Arrowhead, and they're walking back out with Patrick Mahomes' head on a stake. All right, <laughs> Miles Garrett is gonna rip out one of Patrick Mahomes' eyeballs and use it as like hubba bubba. Okay, Baker Mayfield is taking the, the top off of Arrowhead. He might just take the the scoreboard with him because he's gonna score so many points on the Kansas City Chiefs. No, but for real, this is going to be a really, really good game. This is probably going to be the game of the week. It's why it's in the 425 or whatever that slot is. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. This will definitely be the best game of the week. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see just really I'm excited to see our defense up against their offense more than anything. Just I'm excited to see our defense. Unit. You just yeah, said that? Yeah. Is that what you just said? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Our defense up against their offense. No, you're good. Um, it's just that – our defense did everything they could this offseason to go up against teams like Kansas City. We want to play with more speed. We want to play with more dime packages so we can cover Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Mecole Hardman, you know, speed guys like Tyreek Hill and Mecole. And, like, I'm excited to see JOK. How is he going to play? Is he going to follow Travis Kelsey? Like, is he the guy matched up against Travis Kelsey? Is he – is it John Johnson? I don't know. It's going to be really fun. And we do have, you know, I mean, like, apparently, did you know Chase McLaughlin's questionable? Lovely. Yeah. So, uh, you know who the backup kicker is, right? I hope, I hope he doesn't play. Oh, who is it? I don't, uh, he's the guy with the last name that people oh, don't like saying. Is it like Najar? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is and, how you pronounce it? Nagar. Najar. I'm going to give yeah, him let's a just, Najar. Let's just move on anyway. But, um, so, I think this is a big day for um, Odell Beckham if he plays. I'm saying it right now. If I had him, I don't have him in I any do. fantasy leagues. I wish I did. I would probably play him. I think – I'm just really intrigued to see so many different little things. Like, how is Demetric Felton used? Is he used or is that just a preseason, like, you know – like we're going to hold this until the playoffs because he's our secret weapon kind of thing. I don't know. It's going to be fun. I think, uh, I mean, I think the Browns are going to win, obviously. Like they're definitely going to cover. And yeah, I don't know. It looks like Grant Delpit's probably going to play, right? It so I, I don't way. think, I was just about to say, I don't think Grant Delpit's going, well, he definitely won't start. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll more than likely definitely be on a pitch count if he does play. Uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll see him out there on the field for more than, you know, let's say, I don't know, fifteen plays. You know, just because yeah. the Browns have the, they they have the, 
crap, dude. Words today are so bad. They have the... Uh, Depth? Yes. I was going to say they have the... Uh, <laughs> uh, ability? Crap, dude. Are you what looking is that for a word? player? Or a no, word? like a, just a word. They have... The it's not benefit. They have the the luxury, luxury. of being so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They they have the lu- <laughs> they have the luxury of being so deep at safety. Oh mm. my God! That he doesn't need to play more than like the fifteen plays just to get him in there and see what, how it goes. Uh, but yeah, like you did say, I am very excited to see how uh, Wusu Koromoa plays. Um, Let's see if Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac, Mac, Mac Jones. Wait, yes, Mac. Jesus Christ, yes, that is his name. Just say it. How Mac Jones comes out and no, it's not. It's not Mac Jones. It's Mac Jesus Will- Christ. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Mac Jones is a person, though. Mac Jones is a person. <laughs> he is. How oh, Mac oh, Wilson man. plays. I'm excited to see how he plays. I'm excited to see how Mac Wilson plays. Hopefully he's better than he was last year. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'm excited. Let's move I didn't, on. <laughs> I didn't really mention Clowney, but he's another one. Uh, especially I forgot his name. I couldn't tackles. say it. Uh, but yeah, especially against like Orlando Brown and uh, Lucas Nang, like Clowney and Garrett up against those two, that'll be fun. Um, I kind of I want to see how the Chiefs use their running backs too, because I still have this like weird love for Jarek McKinnon. So I hope he actually plays. Jarek McKinnon the guy. was so good for like Dude, one and a half Case? years with yeah. Case Keenum. Yeah, that was great. But oh. um, yeah, let's. Uh, Let's go. Browns go win. All right, prediction Browns Browns winning, right? Yeah, let's let's pick the score. What do you think? Oof. Um Let's think. 35 Browns 30 no. Yeah. No. Yes, no. Browns 38 Chiefs 31. America. I'll go I'll go Browns 31, Chiefs 28. I like it. Yeah, no, I'm definitely I'm I like you said, I'm excited to see the defense and and how Mac Jones plays on our defense. <laughs> how Mac Wilson plays on our defense. <laughs> I hope Mac Jones isn't playing <laughs> linebacker. Um how that how that defense plays, excited to see uh, you know the new middle linebacker. I'm not even gonna try to say his name because I obviously Walker. not gonna, I'm not gonna remember it. Anthony Walker. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was excited to see how he plays. I'm excited to see the, the defensive line, the newly revamped defensive line. I'm excited to see the packages they're going to put in, how they're going to handle all this talent and depth. And, uh, yeah, more than anything, I'm I'm an offensive guy. I just want to see Baker and the offense go out there and move smooth and let's go. Come on. Yeah. Let's score some points. Can, he, we, can we get in the red zone and punch it in, or are we going to have the issue of, like the Cowboys had last night, can't punch it in, which, I mean, they did punch it in, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Even things like like are we gonna see ten plays with Anthony Schwartz running deep? You know, like are they gonna? I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I I do. I'm excited to see all these new like little pieces along with Odell Beckham coming back. Obviously. Okay. Next game, Broncos 
God damn. Broncos at the New York Giants. We went from best game of the week to another just snoozer. I just I don't want to watch got this. Denver's I, favored by three. I don't care. Like, I just don't. This game's going to end like 13 to 10. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. Teddy Bridgewater, you're not throwing the ball. They're, Teddy Bridgewater's game is milk that clock, baby. And, and you got Daniel Jones. Like, yikes. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much to say. Um, Court, I think Cortland Sutton's coming back. Saquon Barkley's yeah. coming back. Uh, we'll see how. Uh, what's his name from the Gi- from the Giants? Used to be on the Lions. I'm just not gonna. St- I'm just gonna Galladay. stop. I'm just gonna stop thinking about names and just refer to you. Uh, yeah, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> we'll see how he plays. Um, let's think. KJ Hamler's not gonna be involved because Teddy Bridgewater can't throw it more than 20 yards downfield. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's see how the running back situation goes in Denver. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna. That's, that's about what I'm it. most excited about, I think, which is kind of not a lot. Von Miller's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this Von Miller's gonna abuse Andrew Thomas. Like that's Probably. just gonna be bad. They're gonna have to put Kyle Rudolph over there and. Oh, oh no, Kyle Rudolph. Let's go. New Giants. Yeah, so yeah. he plays. Probably not great. Is he playing? I actually don't even know. Good He's been you. hurt or something. But uh, anyway, okay, I guess he is playing. But so, yeah, Javante Williams, he's one of my favorite rookie. He he was my favorite rookie running back. I liked him even better than Najee. Um, but he's. it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, uh, manage him with Melvin Gordon. Like you said, KJ Hamler's looked really good in the preseason, but I don't expect much with Teddy Bridgewater there. I think both of these defenses are above average, but both of these offenses are below average. So it's kind of like, okay, let's see who can score 13 points in one so game. So what are, what are the odds or like, I guess, over under amount of games before we see Drew Locke come on the field for at some point, like some period of time? Like, I feel like the, they're going to, at some point in the season, it's going to be like, all right, well, Teddy's not getting it done. Uh, I'll bring Drew Locke in, and then we'll see how it goes. And then they very well could just switch back. Like it could be one of those situations all year. But when when is it first mm-hmm. gonna happen? Like, well, I think it's hard to say just because I could see Teddy kind of having a Saints like run at the beginning, just because their schedule is not good at the beginning. Like they're playing. Okay, so this is where I could see it. So they have the Giants week one. I could see them going in there winning this game. Teddy looking meh, like throwing for a hundred yards, but not making any mistakes. And they win like 13 to 10 and they play at Jacksonville. So I think they could win that game too. I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying like, and then they play the jets. So I think Teddy's got week three weeks, one through three for sure. And then they play Baltimore. They play at Pittsburgh and then they play the Raiders, which, so let's say, I mean, the earliest I could see, Drew Locke is like week seven against Cleveland. But what I if think. what if there's a situation where, you know, they're playing the Jets in week three, and like it's a close game because Teddy can't score. Like what 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 do we do uh, then? Yeah. Like you know, I feel like it's more uh, like more likely. I think it's more likely we see him in these bad games if the offense doesn't perform. Yeah, because it's I not like think, you expect to go into Baltimore. Well, maybe now you do. Going to Baltimore, going to Pittsburgh, and like put up amazing numbers. Like, but if you're not putting up numbers against the Jets and the Giants, yeah. it's like what? Are, maybe we maybe we chose the wrong guy. Maybe we put Drew Locke in. Maybe you know he jumps the 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 the, the head coach said, "Oh my God, I made the wrong decision." Hey Drew, come on, let's go. You know. 
Yeah, I do. It's hard to say. Like, if it were me, I would. I just think like once they make that move, they shouldn't go back. They should just. Well, obviously, everyone knows that's the choice, but for like, like that's the right way to go. But for some reason, some NFL coaches are stupid. (laughs) It's kind of like Matt Nagy and not playing Justin Fields. Like some, I don't know why. Just some head coaches are are stupid and they just don't do it. And they're like, let's go back and forth because this is totally going to work because this has ever worked in the the history of the NFL. Yeah, I think if it were, I think Teddy's just not going to play bad enough to get pulled, I guess. Like, I just don't see that. And I think they've kind of realized their path to winning football games is run the ball with Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, play good defense, win games 17 to 13 or something. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't know. Drew Locke seems like the higher upside pick, obviously, but like, I just also think he could make a really good defense look bad because of the awful field position he puts them in, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I think you see Drew Locke before the – I'd say you see Drew Locke before week four. Drew Locke comes in at some point. Um, but I'll we'll pick see. Denver to win this game, though. Yeah, I mean, Denver will probably win. It'll be a snoozer, but, you know. But I think we will see Drew Locke at some point. Uh, yeah. All right, coming down to the final games. Green Bay at New Orleans. Green Bay favored by four. Uh, my personal opinion, I think you hammer Green Bay, minus four. Uh, I know the Saints, yes, Jameis has come in and he's looked good, and but they don't have Michael Thomas. They, I mean, they still have Alvin Kamara. Obviously, they still have Sean Payton, you know, yada, yada. But I think Green Bay is just like a Super Bowl-ready team, and I don't think they're going to be able to keep up uh, with the the Packers scoring. So, Yeah, um, I do have to say, since – we last recorded or since we talked about the defenses i got way more excited about the saints defense okay, just yeah, because they, they, they bro- traded yeah they got bradley roby who is a pretty good corner like above average for sure um he has been a very I actually, he's been a staple so like startable professional corner yeah i like had to look at pff because i was like i don't even know if he's good i think he's good because he went to osu and like whatever but like I looked at PFF grades and like last year he was like a 75, which is above average on a really bad defense. That's pretty good. And then they, they signed Desmond Trufant too, who got cut from the bears. But I mean, like even in Detroit last year, he was a starting level corner. Um, so I kind of regret, I don't think the saints are going to win this game, but I do kind of think that they could make the playoffs now. And I didn't think that like a week ago, um, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on that and just all of my NFC predictions because I don't know what's going to happen in the NFC. But I do think it'll be interesting to see, you know, Packers are kind of running it back other than the new defensive coordinator. And I guess they drafted a corner in the first round, but I don't even know if he's going to start. Um, Do we see eight? I think like the biggest what I want to see moment from this game is does MVS actually like turn into that legit number two receiver and does AJ Dillon take over the Jamal Williams role and actually I mean not he's not a pass catching back I'm just saying like that level of snaps that's or is Aaron say. Jones just going to play even more uh, that's what I was going to say is I, I I don't think AJ Dillon's going to play that much right because mm-hmm. even if like you just said like the role that Jamal Williams played was more third down 
And that yeah. was just like in certain situations because Aaron Jones is a three down back. So, I mean, like, yeah. they he, AJ Dillon, like, might take away goal line situations every once in a while, maybe. But I, I don't see what there being a, a direct path for him to play. Like, this, like, there's no 100% time, okay, AJ Dillon's going to be in the game at this point. I think it's more or less like he'll play the role of, them trying to keep Aaron Jones's touches down so that he stays fresh most of the season, but no, I, I don't see AJ Dillon having any significant role. I think he's gonna have like a Latavius Murray in New Orleans mm-hmm. role uh, this year, and yeah, no, it's it's definitely gonna be fun to see you know who steps up in uh, in Green Bay. Like, is Randall Cobb gonna have that much of a that much yeah. of a, a different be that much of a difference maker? In the offense, you know, is is Scantling actually going to, you know, step up and be that deep home run threat or that second second receiver uh, for the Packers? And and really, can can Big Bob Tunyon do what he did last year and just be that that red zone threat and be that that uh, safety blanket for Aaron Jones or Aaron Jones for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah, and it's just New Orleans. There's a lot of questions for me. Uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. is more of a you know, I'll believe it when I see it type deal. Yeah. Just because yeah. You know, they've been so good for so long. And, you know, Sean Payton's a great head coach. And Jameis Winston is a professional quarterback, right? You know, he's not he's not a backup, right? He, he He's a professional starter. But, you know, we'll see how it goes, right? So, yeah. It, it's show me. Show me. Yeah. I mean, like, I legitimately think the LASIK thing might actually – Player like I, it's just they're going from guys like okay, Drew Brees, Teddy, and even Taysom Hill from just a passing standpoint are guys who didn't really take much of a risk. They throw the ball underneath. They don't make mistakes, right? Jameis Winston is literally the opposite, just the exact, exact opposite, opposite of what Drew Brees was at the end of his career. Yeah, and do we see more of an efficient, you know? Uh, middle short end of the field passing game or I mean it's probably the answer is probably somewhere in between you know they're probably going to be a little more vertical than they were last year which we'll see how Marquez Callaway and Lil Jordan Humphrey and Traquan uh, Traquan Smith's on IR uh, Marquez Callaway and Lil Jordan Humphrey are their receivers right now and yeah, those have guys much. have potential but they've never really done anything so it's going to be fun. It's going to be real interesting. I'm excited to watch this game. I'm going to have it on a second TV, obviously, because it's at the same time as the Browns game. But, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much – I don't know. That's what to look for, I guess. I mean, I think they're going to rely on Alvin Kamara heavily. And, honestly, that that uh, they did cut Latavius Murray. The other guy they have, Tony Jones, I think. He's like a rookie that they really like. I feel like they're going to have to like very heavily rely on the run game. So maybe he gets some touches. I don't know, but Saints defense should be good, but I just think the Packers are going to, you know, the Packers will win pretty easily, but it'll be, it'll be like a fun game to watch. All right. Let's fly through these last two. Cause no one cares. I mean, no, no one of them, maybe uh, we'll do this one. We'll do Baltimore at Las Vegas. First Baltimore's favored by four and a half. Uh, I would have said, you know, hammer Baltimore, but like at this point, like, I don't really know. I think you could probably, the line had to have changed since the, since since this, um, yeah. But if the line is still at four and a half, I'd say you go ahead and take Las Vegas plus four and a half pretty quick. Just yeah. I don't know. Like, what are the Ravens gonna do? Like, they they're not gonna run the ball. So 
and they're really going to throw the ball 50 times? No. And yeah, they not got... to Marquise Brown, and I don't even know who Nobody. else is there. That's Who's what I'm playing? saying. Is Sammy playing? Uh, yeah, Sammy Watkins is playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the Monday night game, which should be – I actually think it will be a decent game, but it's not because I have high hopes for both these teams. Um, I – Kind of feel like the Raiders are gonna win, That's and what I don't I'm really know what. Yeah, like it's just they got too much. You know, they had, like we said, two of their most important pieces just got hurt. They probably don't have much time to game plan around this. Like I don't, this Tyson Williams kid's gonna play running back for the Ravens, and I don't think Le'Veon Bell even like he. I don't think he'll be playing by Monday, and I don't think Freeman will. Maybe Murray will play, but very limited. Yeah, because you have to learn the offense. Yeah, I I don't think. Uh, I don't really think the Raiders are going to be that good. I just have this feeling that they're going to win the game. and Because the Raiders think, win games they're not supposed to win. Yeah, and like I think the Ravens, honestly, where they concern me is the front, and the Raiders, where they concern me, is the offensive line. So if the Raiders could just play okay up front, then I think Derek Carr can have a good game. Darren Waller will play really well against this depleted Ravens secondary. And do we see... I mean, the big X factor in Las Vegas is Henry Ruggs. Is is he is he more than just a? I'm not going to say Tyree Kill. Is he more than a Miko Hardman? Is he actually a legit number one receiver that they drafted him over Jerry Judy and Ceedee Lamb to be, or is he just a burner that can catch, I don't know, ten balls for, like ten balls over a season for like six touchdowns? Like, can he actually be a complete receiver? And same thing with Brian Edwards. Um, I guess, like, from a fantasy perspective, I'm interested to see how they use Josh Jacobs versus Kenyon Drake. Uh, Their defense is bad. Lamar will probably have a good game, but I still think the Raiders will end up winning. Yeah, I think you – yeah, I think the Raiders probably win, probably, Mm -hmm. just just based on what we just said, just the injuries. Three three key – or three – well, let me think. Three, I guess, key offensive pieces are out, if you could include Bateman. um, Yeah. And then you lost your best corner. Uh, yeah. What are we gonna, yeah I, <laughs> yikes. yikes! I mean, what? We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just a snooze fest, and the Ravens win ten to seven. Right? It's just it, it could happen. We'll see. Um, but then the final game, the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. More than anything, I'm excited. If Justin Fields was playing, this would yeah. be my most like this would be the one game I wanted to watch, other than Browns Chiefs. But since he's not, I'm still excited to see how how that Rams offense looks. With Matty Stafford, oh, yeah. like yeah. the the Rams might put up fifty points. No, I'm just kidding. The, yeah. the Bears have a, a pretty good defense, but like the Rams' offense is going to be phenomenal to watch. I think. Yeah, it just it pains me to think. Uh, I mean, and this so this is a Sunday night game, so NBC is probably so pissed off at Matt Nagy right now because they they want Sunday night to be Justin Fields playing, obviously, and I mean. Yeah, the, the the thing you must look forward to in this game is the Rams offense for sure. Like how do how do we see them use Daryl Henderson without Cam Akers there and Sony Michelle? I doubt Sony and Michelle play a ton early on, but I think by the end of the year, maybe he's a lead back there. Um and yeah, just like how do we see even like little X factors like Deshaun Jackson and Van Jefferson outside of Woods and Cup? We know what Woods and Cup can do. Does Higby take another step this year? Um, how does the Rams see, I was going to say, how does the Rams defense look without John Johnson and Troy Hill? But are you that worried about it when you're, when cause you that's the Aaron thing, Donald. like, 
I don't even know how much you can take from this game for the Bears because the offense, like, will look different with Fields in there. They're not similar quarterbacks. They don't play similarly. Um, not at all. Andy Dalton's just kind of a checkdown guy. That's what, Fields that's what I was going to ask. An arm, runs do, a 4-4, you know. Do you see there being a – like, to me, it's very possible that if Andy Dalton just comes out and stinks it up, Matt Nagy might just – might be like, well, shoot, like I, I should probably just put Dustin Fields in. <laughs> and I but but so. if you do that, you're not. You better not take him out. No, there will be no that. controversy no. for week two. Like Justin Fields is the starter moving forward. So yeah, I don't know. That wraps up the the slate of games. That is our prediction for every single game this week. Uh, do we have a today in history? Uh, On this day do. in sports history. Yeah. yeah. So, on this day in sports history, in 1937, the Cleveland Rams played their first NFL game and lose 28 to nothing. I did not know there was a team in the NFL in Cleveland before the Browns called the Rams, who are obviously now in Los Angeles. All right, boys and girls, we will be back on uh, Wednesday. Wait. We record on Monday. Wait, we record on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday with our Monday night. Wait. We'll be back on Tuesday with uh, our complete reaction of the weekend and Monday. And then, uh, you know, we'll tell you there from there on. Later. Subscribe. (laughs) Do the thing. We'll be back.